0: Welcome to The Inner Huddle, a youth football development podcast for parents, coaches and managers of young aspiring footballers. Your hosts from Pezza Street Soccer
1: are Pez and Jeff.
0: Welcome along to The Inner Huddle. Today we are in our brand new surroundings of the Pezza's podcast room, which is uh, the bottom floor of my house. But we've made room, we think, just so that we can do our podcast from here when we need to. And I'm joined, as always, by Geoffrey Bonner, football Hello. and futsal legend and futsal coach of the year, or football coach of the year from Wiltshire. My dog, Baggio, which if you listen to podcast you can't see, but trust me, he's here. Um, and we are joined, our first special guest in our new studio is football freestyler and magician John Farrell. How are you doing, mate? I'm
2: very, really good. I'm excited Excellent. to be Honored to be here.
0: So not only are you the first guest in our new room, yeah. um, you're the first one that's been filmed. Although we did try a little bit a couple of times before, but we think we've nailed it with the sound now. So, um, yeah, you are very honoured. But we're, we're yeah. very honoured to have you here. Oh, so, thank you. You've just done your live performance. Your um, Football Magic Live um, at uh, Wellington Academy Mm -hmm. in uh, Tidworth. How was it?
2: It was good, yeah. Really good audience. Um, Done a show in that particular theatre before, so that always helps. The so kind of knowing, you know, what to expect, but yeah, um, I always love performing. It's like the, the, the thing that I, I enjoy most about my work. So it's always a pleasure to share what I do. We thoroughly enjoyed
1: it, didn't we? Yeah, I thought it was absolutely seamless as well. Okay. Thank you. It was flawless.
0: I thought it was fantastic last year. Um, yeah. And this one surpassed that, so yeah, well okay. done, mate. That's good that's What good you want hear. is to get better each time, not it? Absolutely, that's what you want. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Right, John, I know you're a regular listener of our podcast. You love a podcast, <laughs> don't you? I do, I do. Um, I'm going to be now. But for those of you who have been living on the moon and haven't tuned into our uh, podcast, it's called The Inner Huddle. We have questions sent in from various different sources, either via social media or people contact us directly and some of them are mine and Jeff's too okay and on this show it looks like we have 18 and we just literally plough through them one to 18 some of them you kind of answer with other questions but gives us a good base doesn't it to Mm. to to get the info on whatever topic we're on about and the last one was a women's and girls football special which has gone down really well so if you haven't listened to that make sure you tune into that one that's excellent right should we just go straight from the top question number one Question number one. Nice and
2: easy. What is freestyle, John? <laughs> Man, uh, how would you put that into words? I guess freestyle obviously has evolved, but it pretty much is doing, dare I say, or trying to do the impossible with a ball. I mean, in freestyle, there are no rules. So it's yourself and a ball and then off you go. And for me, it started off juggling a football as a teenager, learning various techniques through, uh, well, futsal really. That was my background, a game go Football to Salon which is obviously how we met in Perry. Yeah, and, yeah. and that sort of Very early, when were you? About 16 then, weren't you? Oof, yeah. I, yeah. I coached him once. Tommy, me everything's time now. There's already yeah, been yeah. session. Yeah. yeah, I'll take
0: credit for I'm it. Still I'm still getting there, but no, not <laughs> up to this guy's what was level. It
2: session on long, long pass. It was. <laughs> of all the things it it was, was long-distance passing, yeah. Cut on my neck, and then I've never been the same ever since. <laughs> but yeah, freestyle, it really is like freestyle with a football. Obviously the game of football is a lot different because there's a lot more rules. There are rules in the sport of freestyle and and competitions that have, that are emerging and and becoming very, very popular, um, especially with social media. But it is um, a growing thing and it's it's such a positive thing, I think, because there's no real, um, like I say again, there's no real rules. It's like, off you go what can you create and for me like it's, it's such a, an intrinsic love for it i just love yeah, yeah. like training still like i've still go out and not bothered about what where it takes me i just enjoy creating you're so. in love with the
0: process it's the process still freestyle and getting better aren't you? yeah like Which you can translate we get onto a bit of this later but you mm. translate that into loads of other aspects of Life in general.
2: Yeah, I think process. It's always a battle because, of course, you know you get when you get to a certain level. There's always that gratification. But I think as long as you're working every day, and that's what freestyle taught me about discipline. And that's like you say, I've I've been able to use in various other areas. And that's what I make my shows about as well. For me, it is about that and what I've learned. And if I hadn't have got into freestyle at that age, I don't know what I'd be doing because that is you know my main love, and it all stems from the ball. So. Yeah.
0: Well, we always say because we have a freestyle element at our soccer school. Yeah. Literally, you're just free to practice your own style, and the kids seem to understand that. And yeah. off they go. We start every one of our sessions. Well, yeah, pretty yeah. much every one of our sessions with a freestyle warm up, yeah. which we can, you know, have a look at how they're doing and what they're learning, yeah. and where they're at, and they're literally free to practice whatever style they like. Yeah. Floor yeah. moves, keepy ups. It can be sort of traditional freestyle moves, yes. whatever yeah. they like. Um,
2: but it can be in a game, can't it? Because, like, there's, you know, stepovers, technically freestyle, because it's, yeah. like, a way of using the ball or yourself to create something different. Uh, a back heel or it could just be thinking of something different. Like, remember watching Ronaldinho, like, yeah. moves, he'd do a movie, like, look the other way, and like, he was, like, the ultimate freestyle he footballer was, yeah. in that respect. So, um,
0: yeah. I just wrote down here about competitions and governing bodies, and how does that all mm. work with
2: freestyle yeah so when i first started competing there wasn't a governing body there actually is now called the freestyle federation um so they actually well they they rank every athlete that competes i i don't actually compete now um I, i guess i've moved on there I say to other things but I still follow the sport and I'm still involved in the sport and I judge. Um but yeah, it's a big thing. I mean, you know, for a lot of the guys competing, that is their life and it's important to put a governing body around that to give them well to give the sport a proper home, I guess. Yeah. Um I mean it's a sport but it's still freestyle so there is like it's definitely it's not a black and white thing, you know, yeah. like in football you got a one nil win course you're always going to get opinions but the governing body is there to serve and grow it and you know I always think if freestyle was an Olympic sport that would be amazing I would watch it Um, it? I'd love to to, like at least grow the popularity of my work so people then see other guys doing it and then it grows it to a bigger thing Mm -hmm. but you never know like it's definitely there if it it was right at the time maybe it could be an Olympic sport who knows
0: and uh, Jeff done A bit of freestyling yourself, haven't you? And it was actually John's marathon, yeah, with keeping up the football the entire way, and it inspired you to do a little fundraising challenge, isn't it, for your futsal team? Tell us
1: a bit about that. I did nearly two miles of keeping up the ball, it's not quite the same as not quite, but as the London Marathon, still you it, did, so. did do a futsal ball, didn't you? Did yeah, do a yeah, futsal ball, I from, think that's, that's well impressive. Um, our badge, our club badge, tells the story of how this city of Salisbury came from old Sarum from an old hill fort. Um, and someone fired an arrow so I went from the Hill Fort Old Serum to um, Five Rivers, our home of our futsal club in Salisbury and it's challenging keeping yeah. up a ball over any distance really Yeah, because uh, the ground varies in gradient and it it's there's just lots playing,
0: going on around you there's bikes and there's cars, cars flying and by and yeah. yeah.
1: it makes it difficult yeah. just to keep your balance really and well I was very proud of you mate anyway. thanks mate, it so, means yeah, a lot yeah. well
0: right, question <laughs> number two um, do you want to read this one, Geoffrey?
1: Yeah, i got the long one. <laughs> we do a freestyle topic as part of our player development syllabus. Um, what are your thoughts on those that might say it's just fancy flicks and tricks and isn't helpful as it can't be used in matches? Um,
2: I do see that point because, you know, the reality is it's it's you're probably not going to be able to catch the ball on the back of your neck or balance it on your foot. Um, but there are tricks you can use, like ground moves, tricks, soccer moves, futsal moves that are... I mean, we see the best players in the world do them, like Messi and Ronaldo, so effortlessly. I mean, if you look at Neymar, for example, he actually references in his book that he watches freestyle on YouTube and social media to gather inspiration. So I think that definitely has a, a relation... To the game, you know, the, the bigger game, as it were. But I think, aside from that, the discipline that we spoke about just before, I think to get good at anything, especially freestyle, you need to train. And I think if you realise that, you actually develop a belief in yourself to actually mm. learn anything outside of football. So I think there's a bigger picture to it, and there, there is from what I've learned so far. So I think it's good habits. I think to get good at freestyle, you need good habits. To get good yeah. at football, you need. Good habits, and you know, we spoke about that like the repetition and the, you know, there's the, the 10,000 hours and stuff like that. But you know, it's true, you got to put the work in. So, uh, and the best freestylers in the world are some of the most hard working people I've ever come across. So, I think definitely, definitely a pathway into the game for confidence and you know, that balance, coordination. But on the other side of it, such a, a good discipline to learn and, and for, for the, the bigger, bigger life skill, I guess. We always
1: okay. sell it to the kids as it's it's mindset training isn't it yeah if you can see maybe in around the world and think oh my goodness i'd never be able to do that but yeah. you can then go and train and train and train that's the mindset that you're trying to help these kids to develop them.
2: yeah it's like it is it's mindset um <laughs> i think you've you got, got a new friend there oh no, yeah it it <laughs> There's a really good book called Mindset, actually, uh, by Carol Dweck, I believe. It's here somewhere, behind um, us. Uh, such a good book. And she outlines like the difference between a, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And like, I think we all battle with it. I do sometimes. I think, well, that's impossible. But then you think, well, if I had a growth mindset, then anything's possible, really. So I think once you can adopt that, like I was saying about the belief, then you really can go on to a you know learn quite a lot and you can
0: actually as a coach you can instantly tell in your group of players who's got a growth mindset Mm. and who has got a fixed mindset by doing freestyle Mm. yeah because you give them a task that you know that they won't be able to achieve yeah in that time and then you see who's sticking at it who's asking questions and then who's gone off and kicking the ball against the wall yeah you can instantly learn and then you can highlight which kid's that you need to work on to help them develop a growth mindset because it's it's so important with with, with anything. And, of course, there's the obvious doing keepy-ups on your first touch and all that kind of stuff as well, technically... There are things balance coordination, yeah. like like you touched on, agility, flexibility, yeah, yeah. Um, helping prevent injuries. Yeah. All of those. I mean if you only did freestyle, you're only gonna get good at freestyle.
2: Absolutely, but, absolutely. You know, you have to
0: take it in the context. Yes. There's so much you can get out you shouldn't dismiss it.
2: No. De- definitely not. Like all the best players in the world are comfortable on the ball. It's yeah. like going back to the analogy of you wouldn't join a orchestra without learning the instrument. Yeah. And freestyle very much is a, a method to get better with a ball and then like you say once you introduce the tactics, the awareness, because I'm sure that can be learnt, but there's other exercises for that. And then you can yeah. create the you know, the perfect footballer. Um, but no, definitely. It's a it certainly
0: of... can't do any harm, can it? That's no, of thing. course it can't. And no. the confidence, you, you yeah. know, when you see a kid who first catches on his neck or first does around yeah. the world, you're not going to do that in a match. But the confidence you can take into oh. your matches and life in general. Absolutely. So I think it is a very important thing, which is why we do was it six weeks every year we do specifically on freestyle It's something different that we offer that no one else around does because it's
2: sort of unheard of yeah yeah kids love it as well don't they like, yeah they get that buzz it's like oh if i can do that then maybe i could do that and that and that and all of a sudden they, they that's the growth mindset again isn't it yeah
0: right excellent stuff question number three what things are you currently up to so this is specifically yeah. for you this one john <laughs>
2: um man so i You're a very I'm, busy man i know that I, I yeah i guess i am i mean I, I i've obviously got one more show now to do of my my tour which I, I always look forward to and it's been quite tiring this year because i've been doing eight shows and they've all been all around the country so that has been my main focus um so last show tomorrow then i'm off for christmas i've got a few things that i'm going to be doing like just work wise like a few performances at Liverpool, Man United but that's like my general day to day stuff so that has been my focus Um, but yeah January I'm sort of looking to plan I'm doing a a new challenge in in March so ok can you give us any more than that yeah no no I can I can so um, I'm going to be like I've done the Marathon we did Everest and a few other endurance challenges I'm going to be doing the Sahara the whole Sahara (laughs) Biggest hottest, as do. you do, was, yeah. Yeah, uh, what else could I do? I was like, Yeah, let's go. That's me saying from... he's do the three peaks. He's like, <laughs> gonna go and do the Sahara. I think that would be hard the three peaks, but. Yeah, I've been planning for it for a while and obviously it's been kept under wraps, but um, I'm going to be doing it for a charity, a uh, children's charity this time. It's obviously quite That's close right. to... We'll support you on that, family. obviously. And Thank getting
0: you. Out there. It's no bother.
2: Thank you. So, yeah, so that, it's, it's literally going from the live shows and, and the magic and the freestyle combined to like just fully training, yeah. What going to the beach. <laughs> you seem
0: to me... I mean, um, I've obviously known you, I don't know how many years now, yeah. but you need that variety in, in your life and in your freestyle. Style to yeah. keep you motivated. we get on to a bit I, about motivation later but yeah um,
2: like, I, for me I don't know I'm quite It sounds arrogant saying it, but I'm quite polymath. Like, I have a lot of interest, genuinely. Like, I genuinely love magic. I genuinely love freestyle. And I genuinely love, like, fitness and well-being. So I guess what I do allows me to, like, mix all these things together. So, yeah, I think it does. If if I always did, like, endurance challenges, I'd be bored. Yeah, yeah. If all I did was close-up magic or stage magic, I'd be bored. So I think it it gives me... um, it gives me variety and it allows me to be myself more and just do what I want to do. and, and I...
0: So what's your bread and butter? Is it the shows, like halftime shows at United and yeah, Liverpool and things like that? It is that still you, is. your core it business, is. if you
2: like? Yeah, yeah. And, and also putting on workshops. Um, I'm very fortunate that I work for BBC now as well. Mm-hmm. So I host Match the Day Kickabout um, and I worked on Can You Kick It? Uh, last year and the past few years, I've been working on shows like Jamie Johnson, so that's definitely something that's taken um, more of my time, especially the last year with the hosting and presenting um but yeah from a freestyle perspective i love doing the shows but i love doing i really like teaching and workshops like I, like going back to inspiring kids and even the shows like you want families and children to come and go away thinking actually if i adopted those messages i could go on and, and aim at something good so yeah, a
0: friend of mine came to watch the show tonight yeah and caught up with him afterwards and said oh did, did your boy enjoy it? i oh, loved it and he said and uh, i didn't realize it'd be such a uh, another message within that there
2: so it definitely worked yeah
0: the the working hard
2: to achieve your dreams and all of that it's important isn't it because you know i don't want to be just be like look at look at this trick i can do or look at that it's like this is what i can do yeah i want you to enjoy it but i also want you to realize that when i was a kid i I just i was like them you know just thinking well i want to get to that level so it's making it possible and you definitely
0: did that as well you saw freestyle I think it was Mr Wu wasn't yeah. it back in the day you I mean, came to my first competition yeah I did come to your first competition never yes. forget that it yes. was amazing like, I, was yeah. at, I was at this man's first level competition <laughs> <laughs> I was there it was, it was in Wimbledon or somewhere like that wasn't yeah. it it was in London something. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah you were inspired
2: by Mr Wu for a moment. yeah it was Mr Wu's competition wasn't it he ran it? it and you thought I want to do that and, and, did it and did it better well yeah I mean he came to a training course remember in Leeds yeah. and I was like what the heck like how is he doing that and that really got me me hooked on the sport and i was like i'm just gonna train and, and learn what he's doing and yeah sort of that's how i got into is it. he still about is he still doing this yeah stuff? he's gone back to korea this guy he, i mean he's a legend he's, he's a crazy a character yeah, like him, yeah. what a guy you could do a podcast on Mr. yes w- get him on but why not <laughs> i've got a number for him should we see <laughs> Come on, you
0: know you want to.
2: He's probably a pop star. or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <He's still laughs> must,
0: must find out what Mr. V's up to. We'll, we'll drop him a line <laughs> after. That's brilliant. Yeah. Right, question number four. You got this one? Yep.
1: Yeah. How many world records
2: have you got? I currently hold eight at the moment. Um, just the eight? How many do you got, Just Jeff? the eight. Like... <laughs> Only eight less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not too far behind um, in the grand scheme of things, is it? Yeah. So I'd say, like, out of that, the hardest ones, we, we did a record for the Everest challenge we did, which was for the highest altitude covered within an hour. So that was done actually towards the end of the trek, going up to 6,000 metres. So that was tough. Um... Doing the the ball control was hard, and we showed that in the show tonight. Yeah, there, yeah. 137 feet ball comes down, and that was that's harder that one was, or the volley. Probably the volley, just because the volley was higher. So 150 feet, that was the the highest volley in the world. That was so much fun because we did it with Bullard, like that yeah, guy. Yeah. He was. I think, we, we were laughing, <laughs> yeah. like we were laughing. But like, I get really competitive in those environments. Did you know so before were, that?
0: Had you met him before? No, never yeah.
2: met him. Um so i think he was like trying to wind me up you know like so i'd <laughs> miss it because what happened was we did it from a drone initially at about 130 feet so i got that he didn't so i was like yes yeah, so i'm gonna get this record and then later on in the afternoon they did it from the helicopter and then he got it to 150 and i couldn't get it and then when my and came to do it because you get three attempts I managed to get it but
0: wow he was trying to wind me up it was just
2: like it was such good fun Guy's a legend I really really enjoyed uh, spending the day with him but yeah it's quite cool to like hold one with him um do a lot
0: of these records get broken then you have to break them again? Do you All push a lot of there's a core of you that push yeah. each other on? Well, I mean that, Dan Magnus has got a few as Oh he? Dan's
2: got a lot, he's probably got more than me. Um I mean Dan's are great. I mean, I, I honestly think Dan's are some of the hardest because he he's set like a lot of the endurance ones. Like he, he kept a ball in the air for twenty six hours. I mean, that's just insane. Just pff, different level. Mm, um different. Yeah. But yeah, they are. I mean, I've probably attempted not hundreds but maybe 50-60 records and you know have a few now but yeah you do I mean you want records to be broken I guess it's like athletics you know you want to be pushed and otherwise there'd be no point it's like healthy competition so we think you broke one tonight yeah whether it was official or not we're not quite sure 97 nice world. It, yeah might was... have been
0: a dodgy clicker yeah I, I did I think the film was and we'll, have, we'll have to have a little look <laughs> it's later <probably> like 50 <laughs> yeah I think so yeah <laughs> Um, it was a quite funny moment in the Yeah. I was really surprised. I <laughs> yeah. don't know if you noticed. Yeah, and the number talk. is
2: 97. <laughs> like we beat it. Well, yeah, we
0: just beat the world record. You smashed it tonight. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah. Thank um you. Right. Question number five. And we've kind of touched on this anyway, but how and why did you get involved, I presume, in freestyle?
2: Yeah. Obviously, I came from a football background, influenced by my family, especially my granddad. Like, he got me into football. And then I to be honest i actually started playing football when i was 14 i just started started not enjoying it I, I sort of fell out of it and you know i played played a lot with my friends and um you know technically street football just like on the streets doing whatever and then i got back into it through brazilian soccer schools and they they were running sessions at the time near manchester I'd seen a tv show called michael and soccer skills with simon who, who yep. started the school and i what
0: these kids were oh, doing. I've got doing. Book behind me somewhere actually. It's, that's that's my one. You know,
2: that, that, Is it? play the oh, Brazilian way. I know it's there uh, somewhere. I saw it the other day. I'll yeah. oh, look it out. Because my copy of it, I, I treasure it because I, I think they're quite hard to I treasure get mine copy. too. It's back
0: there somewhere. It's back there
2: somewhere. <laughs> I will care. now. Okay. Now it's rare. I didn't realise that. Um, so yeah, like seeing Simon and his, his methods on, on coaching the kids about ball mastery, I was like, I really want to train this way. It just seemed more child centred and more player centred as opposed to like the coaches that i were playing under were just like not just the winning but there's the winning at all cost and i was like i just want to play football i just mm-hmm. enjoy playing with the ball so coming back into it through bss and, and training futsal and those methods that that's what got me into freestyle they introduced me to people like mr Wu and other freestylers that really sparked my interest and then When I was about 18, 19, I was like, well, actually, if I dedicated myself to this and and actually saw myself as an athlete, as a almost like a footballer would at that age, then it would take me seriously back. And and it did. So that's it in a nutshell, really. And I've never looked back since that that moment of sort of committing to... uh, to the freestyle
0: okay straight into question number six then jeff
2: how did the magic stuff come about so i've only been doing magic for three four years i used to watch it on tv and i used to love it i watched like dynamo david blaine i watched a lot of like Darren bound stuff and just be like mind blown by it and then i started reading a book about howard thurston it's called the the world's greatest magician and it it, I was like, I don't know about this guy, and I read about him. And it was, it was just interesting to to sort of study what how he lived, and I was like, this is amazing. I, I want to learn magic. I want to like get into it. So I um, yeah, I just bought a few books, and then I started learning and sort of understanding, and it just went from there. Really, like I learned my first trick, and I performed it for my dad, and my dad's like, because he's seen me do freestyle. And nothing impresses him. i will be like, i do a <laughs> trick. be like, yeah, whatever. And I did a did a, a trick for him. I did a magic trick where I tied my laces. Um, and he Around was- Around the world tie your lace trick. No, it? that was no? before that. It was is just it? like, I, I found a method that was, because there's other methods that are known, I think, for that. But, um, this one- I was like, this is really interesting. So I thought, I'll just see what happens, for my dad. And he was like chasing me around the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is really new. interesting. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, I mean, it sounds bad because it's like I did it for the, you know, applause of that, but really like studying this guy Howard and from hundreds of years ago, you know, and then getting into it and learning and, and all these characters just really fascinated me. And then actually learning... Mm-hmm how to do it and how to present it and then it just kind of evolved and was there a moment though where you thought I'm going to put
0: my love of magic and my love of football together somehow was Um, there a definite moment or did you always think I'm going to put them together from the start
2: or um no, no, because I was started studying it, and then I got an opportunity to do some stuff with Neymar many like what well, many years ago. It was like three years ago now, and um, yeah, I was talking to the guy that I was working with, and I just mentioned the magic. He was like, "That'd be amazing! Like, why don't you do some magic for Neymar?" So I was like, "Okay," and that, <laughs> that's where it started. And then after that, like CBBC started doing stuff with the magic we had a little thing called football magic and I'd like put a few concepts together and we we'd go off and and perform it and I was so inexperienced I was literally learning as I went on um and now i I've, I've refined it a lot better but yeah it it just sort of happened I guess because it was so different and and people really responded to it so well in a positive way it just kind of took a life of its own and now. I love it like it's um it's definitely a big part of what I do and I want to really push on and, and create my own magic one day. Is not.
0: it um is it a similar pressure performing magic than it is to freestyle?
2: It's different but it's nerve-wracking cuz I'm nervous, I can just watch it. <laughs> not,
0: with your, not with your freestyle, with your magic. Yeah, but, you know, cause, It's because I've known you for so many years yeah, and I know yeah. it's new yeah. and anything happens, it's live.
2: Yeah, that's the thing and that, that's why I love doing the live shows because, you know, you see stuff on TV and it, yeah, you watch it but there's also something in the back of your mind where you yeah. think, well, that could have been fate in some way. It's not fate because that's how they do it but I think there's something in, in yeah. the brain that thinks that way so in a live environment it is a bit more... Nerve wracking, but I sort of I don't know, I always have a character on stage where I make mistakes and I quite like that. I like I like to kind of put myself down to hopefully film myself. Up. <laughs> so the tricks are good, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm still learning, I'm still learning It's my a craft good and... um humorous element to it as well.
0: It's a yeah. bit more this time than last time I felt. Yeah, like it just got funnier maybe.
2: I, I don't know I study a lot of people and I, I do try and learn and, and, and adapt it in my own way I, you know I'm not really one for copying per se but I, I think you, you have to draw from other things like you were saying about you know other areas and and pulling in um there's like certain comedians that i might watch or even just like Darren brown like his material is so different from what i do it's like reading people's minds but just the way he presents it, it is the way he talks like you you learn so much from that question
0: number seven what advice would you have for anyone looking to be a freestyler
2: i think obviously you know it's cliche but practice hard work they have to come first but you need to have fun and maybe create your own style i think a lot of the tricks have been done now so maybe think of a different way of doing it or maybe it's difficult mix to it. wow anyone anymore yeah it, it? It it's
0: all being seen even though definitely you might know how hard something is yeah yeah Or you've seen it before you've seen tricks it might be easier but look yeah harder, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: going back to mr Wu, he did the motorola advert didn't he, which was the first time anyone yeah. had ever seen the, the soul keeper. People thought it was fake, didn't they? Yeah. I did Even time.
2: I did for a moment. And I remember at the time I was like helping coach a football club and I remember like showing them this video on my phone. I was like, "Watch this," and they were like, "It's fake! It's fake!" And Even Jeff can do, now, <laughs> <laughs> <If everyone laughs> can do it now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? I yeah, mean, we like, went
0: from thinking it was fake and you know yeah. big debate it's not real. It's all yeah. camera tricks and stuff. And yeah, seeing people like you do it. No offense, but then see people like Jeff do it, it becomes more and more accessible. It's like the norm. People build. see it be done, yeah, it's it's like like the the
2: two, Is it two-minute mile, is it? Yeah, four-minute four minute minute four mile. Four-minute mile, That yeah. would be good. two-minute <laughs> <But> two <laughs> mile, yeah. Has anyone done two? <laughs> minutes. That would you know, be a two-minute two mile now as well, so that's good. I could do, do it with a mile, it's that easy. No, it is, but also there's opportunity that comes with that. You know, you can't get one without the other, so for all the normality, I think, approaching freestyle I did a challenge for myself uh, when I got back from Everest because I've been doing so much endurance I challenged myself to create a different trick every day for 100 days oh, yeah. couldn't it's repeat on a trick. Instagram yeah, yeah. And, and that was to push me in other ways that I would have you know because we are quite We can be lazy, can't we? If you're used to doing the same routine, doing the same show, you're going to do it unless you push. So I think publicly by saying, guys, I'm going to do a trick a day for 100 days, and I just about managed to do it, and there was no repeats and no tricks that I'd I'd nixed, basically. They were just like my own little sparks. So, yeah, I think it's definitely good to uh, to have those things and try and push outside so yeah just be yourself you know and have confidence I think if you want to be a performer obviously just, just perform as much as you can I used to street perform like every week in Manchester because I am, I still am quite naturally introvert, so it was quite hard for me to just stand up in front of people and perform, so I think doing that on a regular basis gets away a lot of the nervousness and gets away a lot of the anxieties that are just normal, so... You know, do you ever wonder what you it, would be like now? This is one of the questions, but yeah. how your life would have been if you hadn't have found
0: freestyle? Would you have know. been introverted? Do you think we'd yeah. just gone a completely different route?
2: Totally different, yeah. Because I don't know, I'd have probably done something. I, I love studying and reading, so I'd have probably done something like. There's a few books back say. here you can borrow. No, out. yeah, I might. I've got a few of these. You can't so. see, but
0: there's a few more over there as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's I d- a few more to bring in as well. So. Yeah, I don't know. What Another i a book. Do- Would you
1: recommend that, because you've added in backflips, and would you recommend
2: acrobatics and stuff? Yeah.
1: Do you think freestyle will go that way a little bit too? Definitely, and
2: it has. I mean, um, certainly for me, a lot of my friends do parkour and free running, which is how I learn to flip. And um, Yeah, I've had a bad knee recently, so I've not been able to do as much as I really want to and push that side of it. But uh, yeah, I think that's a really good angle to take on it. Um, you know, mixing something, like you say, a lot of stuff's been seen, so why can't you, why can't you add a flipping, why can't you do something, yeah. you know, magic's probably another example of that, you know, mixing the two, um, so, yeah, I think, most people keep breaking
0: boundaries, and putting different things together, yeah, and yeah. coming up with their own style, and that's,
2: that's I watch, cool. I have a lot of influences, outside of freestyle, one of them is, is now, a friend of mine, William Spencer, who, mix, I saw his videos, a few years ago, and, If I watch Will's videos, even though he does nothing to do with freestyle or football, I get inspired and it makes me create. So he mixes parkour and skateboarding. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. So his mind is, like, it almost comes off the screen into my mind. And there's other people like him that I will watch. Um, People like Buster Keaton, you know, like Mm -hmm. the way he created film in in a different way. And I love watching stuff like that because you just think of the obvious. Well, I could do that with a ball or... Yeah, I think just A good book for you, I've just finished actually, called Creativity. It's all about Pixar
0: and how that all started and the journey it went on, Disney and things, so... Yeah, Yeah, I think you'll like that one. What question are we on now, bud? Question number eight.
1: Which freestylers do you like watching and which ones would you recommend to young freestylers to watch?
2: It's a great question. Oh, man, so for me, like, the guy who is unbelievable at the minute is from Norway called Erlen Fagerli. He's got a brother, Brynjar. Those two lads, different level, like just the tricks they do, the way they do them. Erlen's never been beaten this year, um, which doesn't sound much, but now there's a lot of competitions. He's entered every competition he's won every competition. So if you really want to get to the top in freestyle, I would look at those two guys. The Fagerli brothers on Instagram, some of their clips are amazing they don't always pose the clever they don't always post their best tricks on instagram until they've done it in a competition okay. so if you go on youtube and watch like the red bull street style videos like highly recommend watching that stuff cuz they always come up with new tricks and you just think I thought about that, but I didn't actually think it was possible. <laughs> How pushing just, boundaries um... again. Yeah, so I always watch those guys. Um, but I also like watching Street Soccer as well. Um, like we were talking about D10 before, and so I always watch like, Dan. and Siân's. Um, obviously a freestyler from France, and also Street Soccer, so he's always quite creative. Um, there's a really good guy from France as well called Gautier, who he makes a bit of dance and, and sort of... Almost theatre with his freestyle. So, depending on what you want, but I think look at as many different people and, and, you know, like I said before, pull from it, but certainly start with those. But watch any any competitions. If you go on YouTube as well, there's a a really good channel called Flare TV, which um, the guy that runs it, really good lad, he just uploads, like, all the freestyle events from all over the world. There's, like, videos going up there every day. So, um, sometimes I'll just... Go on there and watch just to keep my eye out for just people and and what they're doing because it, it helps me progress. You know, I still feel like I'm progressing, so yeah. And we've had Dan Magnus, haven't we, at the soccer school before, a friend yeah, of and yeah.
0: um, Tom Foyle, we yeah. talked about tom, earlier. Yeah.
2: I mean, tom Tom's a legend, like one of the very few people in in the UK to be able to do a triple around the world, a around the world, like three times round. Um, like Dan we spoke about before like the the endurance that guy's got but as a performer just like exactly what you'd want really for his both completely different oh yeah in characters and in style yeah and and, you know Tom's more introverted isn't he yeah more like a pure freestyler yeah he's
0: one for the purest isn't he the technical aspects of getting things perfect yeah Dan's more of a showman and he's great with the kids and I love them both and we have them down quite regularly don't we yeah um, great characters so big shout out to those two yes. great guys yeah check them out um, question number nine what was it like working on the match of the day can you kick it series um, obviously we've watched a bit and we ran a competition at Pezzer Street Soccer for um, freestylers to well, not freestylers any child we did different age brackets didn't we to send yeah. in um, clips and mm-hmm. it could be anything from ground moves to you know technical freestyle to just sticking one in top bins yeah. it could have been anything and yeah. um a girl called taylor mcdonald was, was our winner which was yeah. chosen by dan magnus and uh, my friend andy reed who's also done a podcast with us yeah. um and uh, and taylor was on the uh can you kick it series of you wasn't she yeah fortunately she had to withdraw oh, with awesome injury well. but she was doing really well wasn't she yeah. saw her tonight at your show didn't you yeah. was great
2: it was so nice to see her um yeah Taylor's brilliant because she's obviously massive into a football Saints and yeah she, she's a Saints yeah and a, a, you know she's massively into a freestyle which is also great I'm sure they help each other and sort of give her sort of something um, to you know to help a game but yeah, working on that show was so much fun. It was the first of its kind. It was like a new concept for CBBC. So working with Simon Mark was great. Yeah. I, I met Simon Mark many years ago. I remember watching them on Popeye. Was it Popeye or Popeye? <laughs> That's where they came from. And uh, so to work with them, and we were literally like living together for the whole summer throughout the show. So it was great working with them and great seeing some of the talent. You know, we, we were all the way up in Scotland, all the way down south, to the south of England. And... Taylor did so well to get to where she got to, and unfortunately, the injury had to uh, well put a, a stop to her journey. Um, Is it going to be more series so, of it? Do you think? Yeah, well, it's been recommissioned. I think I think we're we'll allowed to say that. I mean, they were announcing it. On just selling the channel, <laughs> sacked. Yeah. Uh, whether I'll be involved with it, I don't know. I guess there's no guarantees, but yeah, it's been recommissioned, and I believe they're going to be advertising for players. So, a big shout out to any technical yeah. it's not just freestyle tricks it's technical players that can dribble that are fast they can shoot they can control there's like, all
0: sorts of different elements to it isn't yeah it? i
2: think it's every element from a technical point of view stuck into a game show out for football i think that's the best way of explaining it it was such a such a pleasure to work on that this year yeah is there any age limits or can
0: uh young jeffrey here enter 14 14 so... get away with that have a shave jeff you never know. A couple of years too late. Are you? are you in? Oh, well, you know, I'm a bit like Taylor. I've got this injury. I don't I'm going to withdraw <laughs> before it starts. Oh, groin No, great. Well, we'll look out for that. And uh, well done yeah. to Taylor for, for getting as far as you did. Yeah. I really uh, enjoyed watching her on that. Question number 10.
1: Question number 10. Did you play normal football?
2: I did, yeah. Um, like I say, I've been 14 and then I, I kind of sidetracked... Which took me down a slightly different route that led me into freestyle. But I did go back into football when I was eighteen and nineteen. I played for Garforth Town. You yeah. probably remember this yeah, person. Well yeah. So I moved over to Leeds to further my studies and play for Garforth, which was actually my football highlight because I got to play with Lee Sharp. Oh wow. Which was very surreal as a Man United fan. And um Socrates as well. Yeah. yeah. So that one year I mean, I was I was I played a couple of times for the first team, and but I was mostly playing for the reserves. But yeah, that was such an amazing experience. So that was probably the height of my football, like proper football career. But I kind of knew that at eighteen, nineteen, I I I was I was already you know focused on freestyle. But I did want to play the whole season because I had a lot of friends and still do in the Leeds area. We had such a good such a good team young lads that were extremely fit and you know do you think you could make a
0: living from freestyle then when you made this decision that i'm going um, to go freestyle was it just a journey you were going on or did you think make my living from
2: this very naively i did i was like yeah i can just do that just do tricks you know because i'd I'd met mr Wu, and i was like well if he can do it i can do it but it was simon that really inspired me because Simon who set up the school. As obviously you know, Perry like he he inspired me in, in that way where he was like, "Well, you know, dedicate your life to it." And I, I thought, "Well, yeah, that's I can do that when I'm that age." I was still at my parents, and you know, I was able it's to. So sort important of, to have someone like oh, that yeah, comes in at the
0: right time. Massively. Says, do you know what if you want to do? It you can. Yeah. yeah. You will
2: if you want to. He almost had the belief in me, but in the same side, on the other side, sorry, he almost didn't, like he was almost challenging me yeah, I don't know yeah. if he did that on
0: purpose Probably Just, not Simon, yeah. <laughs>
2: he's like, well that's not a proper job type thing, which made me really grip my, grit my uh, feet into the ground and sort of knuckle down and actually I remember meeting him and he sort of said these things, he's like, but if you do that then you never know where it can take you. So I remember going home that night after being at his house and I, I wrote down a proper training schedule like I was at school, so I'd be like, I'll I'll work on that trick, that trick, that trick, that trick. And I was training like eight hours a day and sort of knowing that if I did that, well, probably not many other people in the world would do that and I guess they didn't because it enabled me to win a world championship, which kind of really helped me in my career.
1: In a huddle from Pezza Street Soccer